This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Earthbound Travelers, it's Monday evening. Do you know where your children are? That's a throwback to Generation X. If you don't know, you know. If you do know, you know. It, it, anyway, it's a thing. In our generation, they had to ask people if they knew where their kids were because they forgot about us. We were the feral generation. Anyway, uh, I am Tear the DM. I am the world's okayest DM. My pronouns are he, him. And this is Will of the Dice Presents In Search of Heroes. A actual play D&D game where we share our fun with you. Thanks so much for joining. Uh, before we get into it, we do have some housekeeping to handle and some introductions to take care of. First and foremost, we offer mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Alice. Hi, everyone. We will of the dice do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes cigars and vaping. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. If you are looking to quit and trying to quit, there are resources out there, and we support you in that endeavor. Lock? Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark, and I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about our musicians. Yes! Musicians plural tonight! Because our music bot hath returned triumphantly. And tonight, you will get to experience not only our theme music, but also the rousing sounds that bring the highs higher and the lows lower. And tonight, the musicians who are providing our music are Kevin McLeod, Jeff Farber, Dwergar, and our very own Patrick Taylor. Thanks, Peculiar Patrick, wherever you might be. Awesome. Uh, let's get into introductions. <clears throat> Hi, everybody. I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, the not happy to be here, but damn it, I guess she has to try and keep these people alive, I guess. Uh, pink Tiefling, who covers her face and body. And we're on a mountain. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Captain Cuppy Cake. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Locke Clark. And uh, tonight, I will be playing Jorvik Bramblebeard. Jorvik is a he-him, as am I. Uh, and Jorvik is a dwarf um, who uh, has recently discovered that he can grow bigger when he gets really mad. Um, and he's still figuring out how that works, but he just wants everybody to be happy and to get along and to be their best selves. Um, and you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, yes, this is Ames. Um, and tonight I'm playing Ira. We are both she, her. Ira is a four and a half foot tall Dwergar. She's got stone gray skin, uh, white hair that's in three braids across the top of her head and falls about down to her waist. Um, she's still wearing her, her fun little homemade, um, as she calls these goggles, her fun guys that forever she has sworn help her find mushrooms. Well, now 
they've been enchanted and they actually do stuff. So, ha! And everybody that thought her little goggles were silly. And you can find me over on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi, everybody. It's Christina, the voice of Keto, uh, both she, her. Uh, Keto is the 5'11 sea elf with iridescent skin and blue-black hair who's a knight of the fey court. And she's trying to figure out how to be Sir Keto now. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Tiamorskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. I'm Dan. I play Boomerzerig. Both he, he him. Uh, Boomerzerig's a little goblin, uh, a little bit wild. Uh, his magic's wild, as is his brain. Uh, it's a little messed up from an explosion, as is this side of his face. Um, and uh, he likes to think he's the leader of the group, even though maybe he's not, but kind of is. Anyhow, I'm on Twitter at Ravenous Dan. And you can find me on Twitter at tier underscore the underscore DM or on Blue Sky at tier the DM. As always, our safe word tonight is porcelain. If a situation makes you uncomfortable, please use the safe word. We will pause, go to break, discuss, come to a resolution, and then resume. I want my players to be happy and healthy as I torment them unmercifully. Uh, that all being said, are there any last requests before we get going? Not the face. Not the cake. Oh, the cake returns. <laughs> <laughs> Not the mushrooms. When last we left, you all were traveling up the mountain towards Keep Gregorian. There were some strange knockings, some strange whispers. And then, by chance, going over the rocky rubble from a slide, one of the larger crates fell into the road and busted, revealing an individual. An individual about to be trampled by the second wagon. Well, Ira would be pulling up as soon as she as soon as she saw somebody hit the road or as soon as the crate hit the road before she saw a person make an animal handling check Jorvik will help with advantage okay Woo. can uh keto use her at will speak with animals to yell at the horses and ask them to stop i don't know if keto would have noticed yet or not they okay. were in front um, I've got a 22. So Ira would have been like, you know, oh, lads, lads, stop. Yank them to the side. The, the horses obeying the command, coming close to trampling the individual, but do not. Jorvik uh, is going to jump down and run. Okay. Jumping down and running to them, you will see an individual that is male. They have long black hair clean-shaven. They are bound by silver barbed chains and have red flowers sewn over all their exposed skin. Do we hear Jorvik jump off? Like the... Your, I would say not under... But we, Wagons are loud with the rolling right. and, and, the and that's and that's why I asked. So like Boomer and I in the first wagon are just going still. Oh, as okay. I'm running and over Corona. to that wagon, if if I see that that their wagon isn't stopping, 
Um, I will amplify my voice with thaumaturgy and uh, and yell for them to stop. Karana will try to stop the horses. Yeah, Ira would have popped down and and followed and and followed Bjorvik over to the to the man. Oh, Lado, you all right? She's talking to the guy in the ground. They cannot talk, apparently. They are very weak. She's going to stand there for a second thinking about it, and then she's leery to touch them because seeing the silver and the red flower, so I'm going to use a healing word. She'll cast a first-level healing word. The druidic magic summoning to your call the chains will glow azure this blue beautiful shimmering uh, light that seems to absorb the magic oh look at that I... hey what were you doing inside our crate why are you hiding back there and what's with all this get up you got going on Cut out your tongue. What's what's wrong with you? It's something. Ira's Ira's gonna look now, like because we saw them, we saw the chains absorb it and everything, and she's been around for a bit. Would she be able to piece together that they seem to be absorbing the magic, but not healing the person? Yes. I think the problem is, is these these chains. For whatever reason, they've got them on. They 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 absorbed my magic, but they didn't heal him. Hmm. That's I don't, puzzling. I don't know. I don't know what these what those what the red flowers are, and I don't know um, why somebody has them chained them. I don't know what we should do. I feel like, I feel like, you know, I don't like leaving somebody like that, but we don't know who it is either. Um. Yeah, do, any chance that I recognize what kind of flower it is? No. So not something I would have seen regularly on the, on the Sea of Solstice? Nope. Theosalus does not have this foliage. Well, it's obvious, isn't it? Whoever put him in the chains wanted to make sure that he felt pretty while he was wearing them. I, I think it's a little bit more than that, Jorvik, but I mean, that's probably a, a, a good guess, but I, I, I really think that uh, it has something to do with keeping this one from being able to use magic or... Or something that seems to me more like he looks like he's been imprisoned. At this point, because Karana said you, you said you stopped the horses, right? Said that she was going to try to. Yeah. They stopped. I figured. Okay. okay. 
I wasn't sure if I needed to right. make an animal handling check, which is why I used the exact phrasing I did. Well, that's, I was, he didn't respond, and I was like, so did we stop, and I can go back, or are we still waiting? <laughs> no, they, they stopped. Okay. Um, and that part, then, Keto's going to go back to see what's going on. And you will see the individual bound in barbed chains. Angry patches of skin where the barbs dig deep. And all along the exposed flesh, sewn into the flesh, are these red, vibrant flowers. Um. Hey, Boomer! Yeah, mm, yeah, oh, what's, what's going on back here? What's going on back here? Um, <laughs> are you guys either a prisoner or a monster or both? You you know more about the magic than I do. Um, well, I'm... If he's a prisoner or a monster, isn't it good that he's chained up? Yeah, but is he imprisoned fairly? Like, oh, that's a good point. Us. That's a good point. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where did he come from? He came out of that crate. He fell off the back of y'all's wagon. But he was in where, one of the crates. Where do we get the crate? The, the quartermaster? We're oh, it. yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so, so we've had a, a person with us this whole time? Which means we haven't been feeding him or anything. Oh, that's not good. Your we should check. go back to the wagons and start looking in crates. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, um, I, I tried I tried using a little bit of healing magic on him, and the chains just absorbed it, and it didn't do anything to the to the lab there. Magic chains, so. magic chains. I can't dispel that. Boomerzerig needs a whirly gig. Boomerzerig had the whirly gig. Okay, I can't say we work. No. Uh, did did Jorvik uh, kind of break them? Like you said, magic didn't work. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Jorvik, we need your arms. Wait. No. I can dispel them if that's what we decide to do, or we can try to dispel okay. them first. We don't know who this is. Like I said, I'm conflicted. The, obviously, somebody's chained him up and gone through great trouble to put magic silvered chains on him and these flyers that we have no idea what they are but but they uh, also lied to us well not necessarily but the thing is, is we don't surprised? know who this is. yeah well i mean we don't know what this guy is what they consider supplies but we still don't know what they are who they are or what have you so maybe we dispel the try to dispel the magic on the chains first before we go brace busting them out and having to possibly fight with something that we have no idea. Dear, I have a question. Sorry, go ahead and finish. When you say that there are red flowers sewn into his skin, are they literal flowers or are they embroidered into the skin? You're muted. It looked like he's they are flowers. They are real flowers. Mm. Okay. Is Karana looking? No. Okay. She's staying with the horses. Merzerig will try to cast message and talk to his mind. Can you hear me? Who is he talking to? You the, cast uh, message? Yes, yes. The chains once more glow that brilliant blue, mm. absorbing the magic. Is oh, that a cantrip or a leveled spell? Oh, that's a cantrip. That's a cantrip. Yeah. Okay. See, that's. I. I think the chains are blocking any magic. I mean, we can try. I can try magic. to dispel. 
There's no Listen guarantee. That magic? Well, yeah, but you're using it to stop a. You're using it to dispel the magic from a magic item. It's either gonna work or it's not. But give me a perception check, Karama. <laughs> What is my bonus? Perception. That's a 15. You smell a familiar fragrance on the wind. It reminds you of your home, but you can't quite touch it. But it's coming from behind you. I shall look behind her. You see the individual on the ground. Corona will sigh, get off the, the front of the wagon. Go in front of the horses that are hitched to it at the moment and look them in the eye and go, don't go anywhere. Got it? <laughs> Good boys. She'll pat noses and finally join the rest of the group. You notice what these flowers are instantly. They are monkhoods, otherwise known as wolfsbane. Oh, fuck. What do you know in last? Him, n no. That's Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane, Wolfsbane. So. Silver and Wolfsbane, so, like, can't throw? I would have to guess. Oh. I think that still means we're probably going to have to try seeing if we can dispel those chains before we break them. I have a feeling the way they're made that... If we just try to break them, they're going to dig in deeper. If he's a lichen, we don't want him to go transform and He could be like a werepig or something. That would be terrifying. That would be cool. I've never seen a werepig. Werepigs? No, no, no. They're terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Corona's going to cross her arms over her chest, just shaking her head at the group. You know oh. the schlinxes we fought are lycanthrope creatures, right? Do you want to fight another one of those kinds of things? No. But the guy was really nice until he changed on us. Well, to be or fair... Or called his flashes. Yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, the shepherd himself... Yeah. He was just the um, shepherd, but... Tear. Yes. Um, I've been opening crates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't find, you find normal dry goods and clothing and, and such normal supplies. Uh, Jorvik finally comes back. Uh, I didn't find anybody else, just this one, apparently. Everything else is normal supplies. Okay. So what, what are we dealing with? Are we, are we busting him loose? What's going on? He's a werepig. Know that he's a werepig. But, He's a lycanthrope. 
We're still in a conundrum because he obviously didn't do this to himself. But right. all the rest of the supplies are normal supplies. They didn't tell us, like, if he's a dangerous creature, shouldn't they have warned us? So that makes me think that the people who sent him are bad. But then he might kill us. But then he's obviously in pain. And, Give me and an I insight check, Keto. As you're talking about who's good, who's bad, morality in question, a thought will enter your mind. You're going to the keep of the blood hunters. They are monster hunters. They are rumors, dark and twisted, of what these individuals are and what they do. Wait, oh, this is the the blood hunter keep, right? <clears throat> Maybe they do consider these guys supplies. I don't know. How do you do the right thing when you don't know what the right thing is? Sometimes you um, just take a leap of faith oh. in one direction or the other. Wait. That's why. What's why? Well, the shepherd, he was such a nice guy to us, right? Mm -hmm. And then completely 180 degrees turned and attacked us with his with his schlingsy friends. Yeah, but he said that was because we investigated the, the, the one they attacked. Oh, Because well, we got, I like, thought, nosy. I thought maybe they, you know, smelled their smelled friend him. here. Um, then that would make us the bad guys to them, and then that's that makes me feel bad that we had to kill them. Wait, wait, wasn't he near one of the wagons? Yeah, he took point? the horses too, or they got loose magically, he, and he brought them. He back. brought them back. Didn't the horses say that they went on a walk? They did, also, but... sorry, I forgot that Karana had an accent. <laughs> <laughs> but they they didn't, um... Yeah, they said they went on a walk, but, like... And, um, Jorvik leans in conspiratorially and lowers his voice very low. You know, they're not really smart, unfortunately, the horses. They're, I mean, they're good boys, but they're not smart. I love you guys, you're great. He turns and gives a thumbs up back to the horses. All right, um, so, um, you know, they, they, doesn't mean that someone didn't untie them. Keto's gonna look at the, the nearest set of horses, which I'm guessing is Wagon too. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and you speak with that, and it be like, hey, hey, uh, boys, did you know he was in there? Nah, we didn't that? know nothing. Forget you about didn't it. Didn't know nothing. We smell flowers. Well, you didn't tell me there was flowers. Is there more flowers? Nah, there's no more flowers. Just him. Uh, apparently, the horses just smelled the flowers. They didn't realize he was there. Okay. Well, um, I mean, it seems like trying to dispel 
I can only dispel one thing at a time, so we can try to dispel the chains. He would still have the flowers on him. The chains themselves would still be on them. And, and they'd maybe... still be silver. Yeah, right? but maybe so... by dispelling the magic, it would mean I could give him a little bit of healing and we can get some more information from him once, you know, because he, he, he's too hurt right now to say anything. As, as long as it doesn't hurt you, I guess. What do you guys think? Yorvik <laughs> um, pulls out his big hammer. If he gets in a lane, I got something for him. I say, uh, let's try and talk to him. We don't know what is going to happen if we do any of that. He could attack us. Hmm. Well, like and I if said, he bites you. That's true. But like I said, it's, this only works on one object at a time. So even if I dispel the magic on the chains, the chains are still there, and they're still silver. And yeah. the flowers are still sewn into him. So it's not like I'm dispelling everything all at once, and all of a sudden he's going to be able to stand up and walk around. And, you know, that's that's not what's going on here. It's just one, one, one piece of the puzzle. Very well. Dispel the chains. <laughs> Kido's gonna grab her net and like open it up. Okay, Yorvik's got his hammer. I'm here. Let's go. Corona's gonna walk back over to the wagon she was driving because she's clearly outvoted here and she wants to be a distance away. <laughs> this is a solid plan. Yeah, so Ira's gonna Ira is gonna sit there for a minute. And she's gonna she's gonna look at the guy and and she's just gonna be like, uh, "Look now, we're we're trying to help you, so you know, mind your manners." And she's gonna cast just spell magic on the silver chains. Roll a d twenty for me, please. Yep. Yeah, it says the DC is ten plus my spell modifier, so I guess it needs to be. It's not your spell modifier. Oh. It's the modifier Fire of the spell, spell. Okay. that you're trying to. I got an 18. They will begin to glow. But the glow turns from blue to black. Crackling and cracking, falling away. The individual will... Thank Bye. you, my friend. Oh, you can talk now. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Um, who are you? I am Reginald. Oh, Reginald. Nice to meet you. I'm Boomerzerig. Um, you seem to be in a predicament. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, how'd you get here? How'd, how'd you, uh, yeah. Well, we know how he got uh, here. He was in the wagon. Well, how'd he get in the wagon? Oh. I, I don't remember. What do you turn into? I beg your pardon? Well, we assume you're a lichen. You're like a werewolf or a werepig or a were-something, right? I am. Ah, oh, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we knew it! <laughs> you're a werepig, right? Please tell me you're a werepig. No, I'm not a werepig. Aw, oh, damn it. <sighs> I am what you would call a... Werewolf? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, wolf's bane. Mm -hmm. It wasn't pig's bane, I guess. 
Okay. Is there a Bigs main flower? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Hopefully. I tear? That seems like something Karana <laughs> might know. There is. Oh, good. I'm good. <laughs> Lord, have she mercy. won't nod at confirming that there is a pig's bane flower. She's just standing there. <laughs> She'll keep that information secret from Boomer Zurig and, and oh. your <laughs> So, Reginald, you say you don't remember how you got in the crate. What's the last thing you remember, lad? I was with my pack. We were trying to head south. Trying to make it to Cape Hope, we heard that our kind was welcomed in Morton's Deep. Cape Hope is probably not a good bet right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not not, not a good bet. We're, we're actually, we're from Sort of Hope. Yeah, but... But Cape Hope, isn't that the town that the, the pirates kind of ransacked? Yeah, but we... Yeah. Well... Well, they set it on fire as we left. Right, like, so, so not necessarily the best place to go right now. Yeah. Can you please remove these chains? Well, that that's the rub here, sir. We, we just gotta make sure now, look... We're trying to help, but you gotta understand our predicament here. We we picked up these wagons. We weren't told about you in it. Your crate fell out and you fell in the road. And so we don't know you, and we just gotta be sure you're not gonna try to hurt us. Is is there a lock on the chains? There, there is. Keto's gonna bend down to look at the lock and, and pull out her thieves' tools and try to like play with the lock. Give me a sleight of hand. Oh, no. It's a six. <laughs> the lock, the keyhole deforms, mutates into a mouth with sharp teeth, snapping your thieves' tools. She drops the lock. <laughs> so that's that lock a mimic. A mimic? What do you what do you mean a mimic? They're things that pretend to be things and then they suddenly have teeth and go ah. I don't know, it just kinda <clears throat> eat my thieves tools though. Alright. Uh, Upland is so odd. Reginald, right? Yes. Can I go you, Reggie? I would prefer not. Okay, Reggie. Listen, here's the deal. We've had some bad experiences with um, folks in your... Um, uh, uh, predicament. Um, Wait, you, you don't think he's a bob, do you? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. But the, the, the shepherd and his flock were... Um, we had some issues with them. Things got out of hand, and we don't want that sort of trouble again. But I don't want to be... Um, you know, uh, I have no interest in being a slaver of any sort, and this feels a little too close to that, so... Um, 
I'm voting that we let you go. But the the lock tried to eat my. The... Ooh, Karana, what do you feed a mimic? Can we feed it? Will it let go? But I need you to promise me that you have no ill intent towards normal folk or us. It's okay, my friend. I was just the distraction. At this time, Karana, you ah, hear footsteps shit. behind you. Everyone roll initiative and join me now by Rodeo. Ah, shit. Ooh, that's quite good. Karana's feeling all kinds of I told you so at the moment. <laughs> Um, have we rested since our last battle? Yes, y'all can avail yourself of oh, a long rest. Cool. Okay, okay, because I, I guess I hadn't done that yet, so I just wanted to... I hadn't sure either, that... so I was I was not in a great place. Yeah, I was out of most of my spells, so that was... Yeah, that's... There we go, now I'm good. <laughs> I muted the wrong person, sorry. I muted Karana when I went to eat the bot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hold on. Discord is acting funny. When does it not? All right. Keto. 17. Ira. Uh, 22. Boomer's rig. Also a 22. Piranha. Dirty 20. Man, y'all got some great initiatives. Jorvik. <laughs> and here's a 20. Uh, 21. Blackjack. Lois with 17. What the hell? <laughs> we never wow. rolled this high on initiative as a group. And of course, I rolled shitty as I am prone to do. Boom, there's a rig. You're up first. Oh, I need to reveal the map. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yay! Oh! Hey, I know this map. That's, uh, it looks like we got uh, two werewolves over there by Corona, too, huh? Yep. This mm. map brought to you by Kawhi Tornado. Go check them out on Blue Sky at Kawhi Tornado. Well, hey, Kawhi! Woo! Um, let's see here. He was, I'm right next to him, but he is bound, correct? Yeah. Is he still bound? Yes, that's good. Good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and... Um, uh, these these rocks up here, these are... these are We're kind of like in a canyon. Is that yes. what's going on here? And then uh, how far up are, are these, these rocky ledges? Uh, the shortest one is about 30 feet, and then they exponentially grow about that. The whole thing being about okay. 120 feet. Well, we're going to go ahead then and uh, Missy step up onto one of those 30-foot ledges. I don't okay. know which one here would be 30 feet. Whichever one gives me a good vantage point of the battlefield. Here we go. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, a first level spell. So we get to roll to see if magic chaos ensues. 
Um, and that is an eight, and I believe uh, I am uh, below that currently. So, yes, you're on a five. Currently. I'm on a five. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, magic that doesn't happen. Uh, that was a leveled spell, so therefore I can still cast a cantrip. So therefore we will cast firebolt at number one. Yes, number one. Haha. Firebolt. That is a twenty-three to hit. That will hit. Dealing two D ten damage. Nice. And I deal six points of fire damage. The creature will growl as the firebolt hits its chest. The smell of burnt fur as it continues to stalk forward. Is that your turn, Boomer's Ray? Uh, that is my turn. Yes, yes, yes. That will bring up Ira. Okay. Um, I am going to use... Hold on a minute, sorry. I was just looking at it and then I lost my spot because, you know... Um, all right yep i'm gonna activate my symbionic entity um it's where i can use one of my wild shapes to awaken the spores that infuse you to gain 24 temporary hit points roll double damage dice for my halo of spores damage and deal 1d6 necrotic damage when i hit with a melee weapon attack lasts for 10 minutes um and then as my bonus action she's going to cast shillelagh on her spore staff and that will be my turn Alrighty. That will bring up Jorvik. Cool, cool, cool. Alright. Um, first, as bonus action, um, having the guy just said he was only the distraction, uh, Jorvik curses in giant. Uh, basically, uh, calls him a fucking asshole. And then uh, as he's doing that, uh, gets much bigger, uh, as I rage. And I'm going to step forward to about there. And I am going to, uh, as my first action, I am going to throw, uh, my Dwarven Thrower. Uh, at werewolf number one. Um, and I'm going to invoke, uh, let me show you. Oh, no, I have to use this. Damn it, I can't do that on this round. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'll just throw the hammer. Uh, so. Uh, that is. That is a natural 19 plus 10, 29 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Which one are you attacking? I'm sorry. No, number one. All right. Uh, and that will be 13 plus 7 is uh, 20 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. No, I'm sorry. 22 points of bludgeoning damage because right. I get my rage damage on thrown weapons in this form. 
There's a uh, sickening thud as your hammer impacts the creature, growling. Um, and then uh, the hammer immediately returns to my hand, and I throw it again. Same one. Uh, that is a less good throw, though. That is an 8 plus 10 is 18. That hits. Oh, but that's maximum damage. Uh, so that is 16 plus 9 is 25 points of bludgeoning. All right. Again, that sickening thud, the creature howling in anger and rage. Is that your turn? That is my turn. All right, that'll bring up Karana. Okay. Karana is going to um, pull one of her short swords. And, Which one? Uh, the silvered one. Okay. She's pulling the silvered short sword. And she's going to take her two attacks on number two, seeing as number one's been getting a pretty good beating and will probably continue to get a good beating. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Ah, <laughs> oh, so close to a crit. But not quite. Alright. That is a 24 to hit. That will hit. And that'll be... There's my d6. Six damage. All right. And we go again. Subtract one from the other number that I said before. Not from the damage, but from the attack roll. 23? Yeah. That hits. And... Six damage again. Damn it. Why did I roll almost the exact same thing twice? That's weird. Alright, is that your turn? That is her turn. All and right, Squiggly is up... currently in the wagon and is staying in the wagon. Alright, that'll bring up Keto. Okay. Um, Keto is going to slide behind number three so that she's flanking with Ira. Okay. And then try to hit him with the cutlass. It would be with advantage anyway, because they're prone. Awesome, because I needed it. Uh, 22. That'll hit. And that is 10 points of damage. All and right. And go again. Uh, 25 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, and that's only for 8. Alright. Is that your turn? <laughs> that is her turn. The Cutlass drawing lines of blood on the human form. Uh, the creature still bound by the silver chain. Uh, it will be their turn. 
Number Halo. one. Oh, sorry. Number one going after uh, Korana. First with Claw. Twelve. Miss. If 12 misses, 11 will miss. And now the bite. 13. Miss. Right, oh, throw that God. dice over there. Try this dice. Number two, claw. 15. That hits. Seven points of slashing damage. Another seven points of slashing damage. And now the bite. That is in 22. Fuck, that hits. That is four points of piercing damage, and I need a constitution saving throw. Nat 20 plus two for 22. All right. Number three. Halo of spores. Okay. Um, so that is a DC that you've got to do a, sorry, ba -ba -ba. where did it go? They hide this one from me. There it is. Um, it's a con saving throw. Okay. I got a 14. Got to get a 15. So, cause this is an all or nothing. That will be eight points of necrotic damage. All right. Bulging their muscles, straining with everything they have. They will break the chains and use half the movement to stand up. That will be their turn. And that will bring us back to Bemer's rig. Mouse my new meteors! <laughs> Do what? Casting Mouse Minute Meteors. Okay. You create six tiny meteors in your space. They float in, a, in the air and orbit you for the spell's duration. So when, when you cast a spell and as a bonus action on each of your turns thereafter, I can expend one or two of the meteors, sending them streaking towards the point of my choice within 120 feet. Um, and basically then uh, any, anything within five feet of the meteor has to make a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 fire damage or, on a failed save or half as much on a successful save. All right. So... The energy surges around you, these meteors appearing, orbiting. So, and then when I cast the spell, uh, first off, let's see if chaos ensues. And I rolled a two. Oh, the wild magic surge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just imagining a potted plant now with meteors swarming around it. Oh goodness, that would be, that'd be awful. The air alights the scent of spring fragrant flowers as butterflies 
and rose petals dance on the breeze ten feet around you, circling the opposite direction that the meteors are circling. Well, it's a fun sight. Um, now, uh, this is a, a rules question. I guess I don't know if these things interact at all or how they interact. Um, but just in case, uh, for if I know, um, how would um, things such as careful spell interact with this spell? Would would I use a careful spell when I cast Mel's Minute Meteors, or can I use it per throw of them, or does that even work at all? Because casting it is one thing and then having them go is another you mm -hmm. would have to use it on the go okay so each time i throw one i would have to use the careful spell okay right. okay okay gotcha yeah i i wasn't quite sure on if those interacted at all um or or what uh anyhow um that's my ruling that's fine yeah no no that's good that's good that's fine i just i i, I just didn't know um I, I don't think those things. I think those things were developed separately and not really thought about uh, in conjunction. <laughs> um, uh, anyhow, well, I'm going to go ahead and throw some meteors. Uh, we're going to throw one at two and one at one, um, kind of like behind them ish, so Koran is not in the blast. Uh, uh, there's unfortunately okay. not enough space, so I can't get two of them in one in one shot because they're kind of like five feet exactly between them. It seems so. We're going to go ahead and do that. Uh, first, at number two. Um, that is, oh, that's not very good. That's only a 13 to hit. Oh, no, sorry. This isn't a hit. This is a dexterity saving there. You're rolling. I'm dumb. I'm, 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 I'm used to, uh, I'm used to rolling dice with this character. Um, not, not, not making people make saving throws. So dexterity saving throw, uh, DC 17. All right. Number two fails. Okay. Number three fails. Okay. Number two takes... Or number one and number two fail. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll damage twice or once? Just once. Okay. Uh, th then they take ten damage apiece. Excuse me. Hiccups. The meteors blasting through the rose petals. Some of the rose petals caught in the small gravitational pool flying with them. <laughs> uh, the... Meteors impact and explode, doing fire damage to the were creatures. And is that your turn? That is my turn. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Ira, you're up. Okay. Um, Ira is going to uh, turn around, take a look at number three, and she's going to take a swing at him while saying, We tried to help you, and this is what you do. So she's going to swing at him with the shillelagh. Uh, does a 19 hit? 19 hits. Okay. Did you roll with advantage because we're flanking? No, actually. So let me roll once again. That way we can see. You never know. It might be a crit. Nah, 19 is still the best. <laughs> but it's okay. Because I do get my necrotic damage add because she did her symbionic entity. So that is... There it is. So that is going to be... Uh, do, 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 seven. So that is going to be seven points of bludgeoning damage and five points of necrotic damage. And then she's gonna kind of look over her shoulder towards where Karana is behind her 
and just be like, um, just shout out, be careful, lass, and it bonus action, uh, second level healing word for Karana. So, boop. That will be... The impact. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. Uh, Karana, that'll be nine points of healing. The impact of the staff thud into the creature's chest. The black traces of narcotic damage over digging past fur into flesh. The druidic power summoned uh, healing Karana. Is that your turn, Ira? Yep. All right, Jorvik, you're up. Okay, I made a mistake last round. Um, I misread a power. In order to change the infusion on my weapon, I have to use a bonus action. But when I activate my, ra my rage, I automatically, my weapon is infused with elemental cleaver. Um, so I should have been rolling more damage last time, but that's neither here nor there. Um, just know that my hammer is now made of fire. Um, as I am hitting with it. Um, and we will do the correct amount of damage going forward. Uh, and I'm going to throw at number one again. Uh, and that is a 17 plus 10, 27 That will hit. hit. And that is going to be... Uh, four and seven is... Uh, 11 and 9 is 20 and 5 is 25 points of fire damage. All right. Um, and second attack is a 1929 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. And that is, uh, ooh, that's not great. Uh, seven and nine is um, uh, 16 and four is 20 points of damage. And bonus action. Uh, uh, I pull my dagger and throw it at uh uh you know what, i'm gonna stick with the same one at number one all right uh that is a 12 plus eight is dirty 20 to hit yep that'll hit and that does a whole d4 d4 Uh, for, for, this is a bonus action attack, so I don't get my strength bonus with it. But I do get my rage. So that would be, uh, seven points of magical piercing damage. It looks haggard. It, it looks very very haggard but it's still standing I, I i snarl at it and tell it to come pick on somebody its own size 
All right. That'll bring up Karana. All right. We are taking two swipes at number two yet again. All right. Alright, so fail melee, dollar sign fail melee in the tier bot. And it Wild has swing. advantage on its next attack. Alright. Attack number two. That is not a one, thank goodness. I was about to say that's not a two. <laughs> I mean, it's not a two, but even still. Okay, that is... That'd be a 15. 15 does not hit. Ah, poo. And she is going to use bonus action two-weapon fighting to pull her normal short sword and take a swing with that. Alrighty. That's a 22. That will hit. Or max damage minus, uh, minus the strength would be 7 damage. I think. Overextending, unable to come back on a second swipe, your second blade free piercing into its thigh it growls at you its eyes glowing red its teeth gnarl and savagely showing as it prepares for its attack keto hey i'm gonna try hit number three with cutlass uh 19 to hit oh yeah and that's seven points of piercing. And then again. Uh, oh, either way, 23 to hit. Yep. And that is 10 piercing. And then I'm going to do an action surge so I can take an additional action. Okay. Do it again. <laughs> All righty. Uh, 24 to hit. That'll hit. And that is 11 points of piercing. And then... Oh, I think I missed on... Oh, no, wait, sorry. That was a nat 20, so 28 to hit. All right, so crit melee. Is it crit melee or quit weapon? Quit weapon. Crit weapon. Crit weapon. Normal critical, Normal critical hit. Here, yeah. So that is 2d6, so 12 plus 5 is 17. 17. And then I roll, right? Right. 17 plus 12 is 29. 
He drops to one knee, trying to pull himself back up. He's alive, but not by much. That Number is one is going to bite at Keto with its advantage. Not at Keto, but at Karana. With its advantage. Uh, number one shouldn't have advantage. Number two has advantage. Oh, that's right. I'll discard that rule. Number one, biting it. Will miss. Claw. 16. That hits. Four points of slashing damage. Second claw is the natural 20. Damn it. Your blade, I'm going to have you roll uh, a d20. 10 or below, it's your normal short sword. 11 or above, it's your silvered short sword as the creature will disarm one of your blades. It's a 10. So it's your normal short sword. And they will add five points of damage to that. So that is... Twenty-two points of slashing damage. Aye, hellish rebuke. Okay. She's going to yell at it, Infernal, to fuck off. Is there a saving throw on that, or? Um. Basic components. Uh, visual and uh, do. Point your finger at the creature and demand and damaged. That damaged you. Momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I don't see where it actually says what the DC is. It'll be your DC. Oh, it's uh, dex. 11. No, no, it'll be your, your spell save DC should be at the top of your spells list. This is a reaction. Your DC is a 13. Yeah. It okay. rolled a 16. Uh, the spell itself says that its DC is a dex 11. Oh. So it only takes 2d10 fire damage then. Wait, no. Yeah. 2d10 fire damage on Wait, it says 3d10, and then half on a successful. Okay, so. Nineteen halved would be nine. Nine damage. And it collapses, turning into a young woman hmm. as it dies. Number two is going to take his advantage for the bite. Uh, scared. That is an 18. That hits. Give me a con save. 
Big money, big money, no whammy, stop. Okay. 19. You are not uh, infected. You take four points of piercing damage. It's claw. 17. That hits. That is seven points. Another nat 20. God damn. Throw those dice away. That's gonna be a big hit. Now feel. It'll be 25 points of damage. What was the damage? 25. <laughs> Number three is lashing out at Keto. And Halo is four yes. damage. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Ha! <laughs> well, you have to do a DC. You have to do a con saving throw. 13. Gotta get a 15, so that means you get to take full damage. 12 points of necrotic. And before he can attack, he's dead. That was good teamwork, Era. It's all about the spores. I told y'all there's the mushroom for everything. Alright, Boomer's rig. Oh. Okay, so we have one left. Ah, uh, well, let's first off use my bonus action to throw two meteors. <laughs> so that's uh, two, uh, two uh, dexterity saving throws, DC 17. First one fails. Second one passes. Okay, so 2d6. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, do I want to reroll that? Um, no, 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 no. Uh, three points of damage. <laughs> but that was not a spell. That was a bonus action granted to me by a spell, so therefore I can still cast. And I will cast. We will cast. Chaos Bolt. Okay. I will use uh, cast it with advantage due to cans of chaos. Uh, rolling an 18 to hit. 18 hits. 2d8 plus a d6. Dealing nine points of um, force damage. All right. That was a leveled spell. It was. Let's see. Five. I, I rolled a four. It kicks on a five or 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 lower. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. I gotta do something. You're 30 feet up. 
and back. You you all got lucky because all creatures within thirty feet of him would take forty ten points of necrotic damage. But he's far enough away that no one is thirty feet within range of him. Oh. Yay! Thank fucking God, Corona's only got one hit point right now. Oh no! Disasters. <laughs> All right, is that your turn, Vimersirig? That is my turn, yes. All right, Ira. All right, um, she is going to turn. Let me make sure. Yep, yep. And Okay, she's going to cast Wither and Bloom on number two, okay. and since um, and since um, Karana is within ten feet, um, she's gonna she's gonna get some healing from that. Um, it is a where? Hold on a minute. Da, 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 da. Constitution saving throw for number two. They fail. Okay, so he's going to take two d six necrotic damage. Um, so that will be eight points of necrotic, and since I did this as a level three, um, Karana, you get to roll three of your hit dice. All right. For healing. All right, is that your turn? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was still reading. Right. Jorvik. Quick question. Yeah. I always have a hard time finding the sun sheets. Where do I find my hit die? I think for Rogue, isn't it a... Isn't it a... It, uh, Ranger. Uh, a Ranger. It, 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 uh, Ranger should be a D8. Okay. If you click on short rest... Uh, it will tell you, uh, it'll say your class name, and then okay, hit die next to it. Okay, it's D10, okay. There you go. And you said three of them? Yep. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Alright, you're of it. Um... Okay, yeah, Jorvik is going to look at, uh, at puppy number two, and... And, and 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 say by way of of challenge all right ass sniffer just you come get some and is gonna <laughs> chuck the hammer again um uh that is a 22 hello here oh that's a good roll uh 13 and 9 is 22 and 3 is 25 points of fire damage. All right. Second hit is a natural 17 plus 10, 27. 
for 11 and 9 is um, 20 and 6 is 26 points of fire damage. And they will fall. The valley becoming ominously quiet as combat comes to an end. Ah, we win! Uh, Barbarian shoots uh, his two remaining meteors into the sky to explode them into uh, fireworks. <laughs> I'm still a little concerned about the fact that the one was in the wagon, supposedly mm. since the beginning, but was able to set up an ambush. So does that mean the people who sent us ambushed us, or what? I don't know, but we're going to get some answers when we get there. Let's put his corpse back in the wagon, in case they still need it. Do we want to take all three? Yeah, we'll give them bonus. Maybe they'll reward us for it. Um, this is why you shouldn't trust people. How, how difficult would it be to climb down from here? Oh, you're, you're muted. You're muted, Tyr. It will be uh, somewhat difficult, yes. Oh, just um, jump into your Vic's arms. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I'll. Oh, um, I'll okay. Actually, I'll I'll go climb up and get <laughs> Boomer and bring him down. Okay. It's it's not always a matter of trusting. It's not like I just let him loose. But <laughs> no, you know. no, no. She Ira's Ira's just answering what Karana wow. said. You can't always ju quickly judge people as wrong either. I get judged all the time because of the color of my skin and where I come from. I'm not letting this world or anybody else change how I view it. She's going to, like, basically kick the kick number three, which was Reginald, even though he basically, you know, spat, spat in our face for trying to trying to help him out because we weren't sure what was going on. Oh, I, that's what I'm saying, though. I, like, he said he was just the distraction, which means this was a plan. I'm more worried about the fact that, like, everyone we've run into basically has been corrupt. Okay, except maybe the druids. So they did, like, messing with us. But, like, uh, I just wonder if we're walking into more problems. Well, that's pretty much what this is all going to be anytime you're tent off to find something. I mean, it just kind of goes along. This is basically like we're living in a storybook. Haven't you? Don't you ever remember the stories I told you as children? Or read the stories about heroes? It's always one thing after another, and that's basically what we're living. Marcus no. didn't really read those to me. My, my mother told me <laughs> fairy tales. The dark, scary kind. Well... Mm. Yeah, but that's still one thing after another, right? I mean, you know, we had those two. Even even when it looked like things were going to be good, it was always, you know, turn around and there's another monster. You kill that one, turn around, there's another one. Just have to make up your mind that there's still good in the world and you can't let it color your vision of everybody. But she's going to, again, kick that guy, even if they are rude. Now so you're gonna pick up Reginald and heft him into the wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I need to roll anything to go get Boomer? Yeah, I need uh, athletics. Okay. Um, as this is happening, 
as this is happening immediately after combat, I assume that for the round of me getting him and getting back down, I, I'll, I'll, my rage is still active. Sure. Sure. It means I get advantage. So that's uh, 18 plus 7 is 25. So I get you up. Uh, athletics get down. Um, 17. You get down. Get down, get down. I just have to get down. Mental image of giant Yorvik going to get Boomer and Boomer grabbing on, you know, like piggyback, and then Yorvik getting down to the ground and shrinking with Boomer still on his back. That's pretty much what happens. (laughs) I was actually thinking more of a King Kong vibe. (laughs) The other important question, though, Ira looks at Ira's looking around. are the wagon, the wagons and horses still here? Because I mean, we were fighting yes. and meteors were thrown, and okay, yes, these are the good boys. Okay, I, you know, you can't blame me. We, we, we know we yeah. can't trust you. Jorvik uh, is going to go pick up the other two bodies. Kato's going to look for like. See if, since Jorvik uncrated things looking for more bodies, see if maybe she can find like some sugar cubes or something in the. You mean investigation check? Awesome. Ira's going to take a second to walk back, um, back behind wagon number two, and like where from where um, the other two werewolves came from, and just see if there's. Any signs of more than those two recently? Give me a perception check or investigation, whichever. I got a 16 investigating the wagon. Sure, you found sugar cubes. Okay, she's going to hand them out to the boys. They were good boys. You're good horsey horsies. Nah, we should get back on the road. We need to get to the keep. <laughs> That's a 16. Everything seems fine. Uh, I'm going to take out my rope and I am going to attempt to like hog tie the the two bodies, the two new bodies um, and then hog tie them and tie them together so that they're stuck that way <laughs> just in case I'm pretty sure they're dead but I'm not taking chances All right, let's get back on the road then. Dorothy, <laughs> do you mind with, with the other wagon? Mind what? You want me to drive? Please. All right. Dorothy will get up in the driver's seat. Ira gets back in wagon two. Karana's going to get in the wagon two. Uh, Boomer's rig is in Dragon 1 because he is the leader and he must lead. <laughs> Kato's going to cautiously get in the back of the wagon that the bodies are in just so she can keep an eye on them. Okay. All right. Yeah. And you begin rambling on. 
And I think this is a good spot to take our first break. Yep. We're going to take 10 minutes, get our beverages of choice, our snickety snacks, and handle our business, and we'll be back. Welcome back. We uh, took a break. We got our beverages of choice and our snickety snacks. Um, unfortunately, yeah, we're going to have to call. But before we call, Locke, hit us with our partners. Hi, gamers. I yet remain Locke Clark. Uh, and uh, I want to tell you more about our partner in this endeavor. NordVPN. NordVPN provides military-grade encryption for all your devices. Uh, they keep you safe from malware and spyware. They've got an ad blocker. Um, they do all the cool things for you. They make it hard for people to find where you are so that if you're out in public and you're using public Wi-Fi, say you're at your favorite coffee shop and you're using the Wi-Fi there, people could piggyback onto that and access your information. And if your information should get out, well, they can take care of that for you because they're constantly scanning the web for your information. But because you're using NordVPN, you don't appear to be at that coffee shop. You appear to be at one of their servers somewhere in the world. And while you're somewhere else in the world, you can uh, find access to gated content from other countries that you can't access unless you're actually in that country. But with NordVPN, you can. You can check out what's on Netflix in, say, the UK or Australia. Um, so go check out NordVPN. And to do that, you're going to go to our website, which is willofdice.com. You're going to click the link there. So they know you came from us because that makes us look cool and you want us to look cool. All right. I apologize. We are going to have to call it. I am in just too much pain. Um, I thank you all for playing. I thank you all for watching. Uh, let's go ahead and remind people who we are and where they can find us. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, and I will remember better about her accent next time. And you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Captain Cupcake. Hi gamers, I'm still Lot Clark, or so it seems. Um, and you can find me, the player of Jorvik Bramblebeard, uh, all over the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, yes, this is Ames, and tonight I was the voice of Ira, and you can find me on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi everybody, this is Christina, the voice of Keto, and you can find me on Twitter at Tiamorskaskula or on Blue Sky at Deadly Kisses. I'm Boomerzig, the voice of Dan. And you can find me on Twitter at RavenousDan. And I'm Tyr the DM, the world's okayest DM. And you can find me on Twitter at Tyr underscore the underscore DM or uh, Blue Sky at Tyr the DM. Remember to be kind to one another. Love one another. Love and inclusion are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. Until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. Mm -hmm.